0: Thought Bubble
1: Audio. Hi and welcome back to Supergirl TV Talk. This is the podcast where we talk to you about the CW's hit show, Supergirl. I'm Frank and with me... As always is my Shelly
0: Island new arrival friend Tim. Hi, it's me. It's Mary Shelly. I'm here. <laughs> I knew that was coming. No. <laughs> Did you think of anything else for Shelly Island? No,
1: I literally just thought of Mary Shelly. Was like, my, my Mary... mind immediately went there." So,
0: well, it's Do you kind think of it's why called Shelly Island because there are a lot of shells there. <laughs> it's a really Shelly Island. <laughs> it's a really Shelly Island.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hmm.
0: Yep, uh, I like. We
1: we'll go with that. Yeah, I'll go with that. Sure, that's my head cannon now.
0: It's great. It's just <laughs> How covered are you, my with friend. seashells. It's just covered with seashells. It's amazing. Everywhere, everywhere. Anyway, How are you doing, my friend? How you been? I-, I am doing. I am doing quite. I am doing quite well. Did you have a good Thanksgiving. Uh, I did have a nice Thanksgiving. We gave thanks. We didn't run out the door to go deal with some urgent business somewhere as our good. as our friends on this show usually have to do so things were good things were good how about yourself
1: yeah yeah things were pretty nice we didn't you know i didn't get to heat up a turkey with my heat vision but other than that not not, not bad pretty good pretty good uh pretty good day
0: so yeah i was i was it, pretty happy with it i always love thanksgiving it's one of my favorites that's good. Did you act, did you get to heat up anything with your heat vision? The way you phrased it, like, I didn't get to heat up the turkey with my heat vision, ellipsis. Well, back like, in season
1: one, Kara had heated up the turkey with the heat
0: no, vision. No, I remember, right? but it sounded like you had heat vision, but you were ready to heat up something else. I couldn't heat up the turkey, but I did melt a bunch of spoons. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> did bake a pie. Right, exactly. Yeah, uh, well, I'll never tell, because I don't want to get deported, so... I- Right. Through Shelley Island. Mm. The Shelliest Island. Shell so where, many shells. Wherever Why? the heck that National City is supposed to be now because it has a shore. I, I yeah. I island. have
1: so many questions. I was like, Is that still I National City? I assume. The, right? I thought it
0: was the desert.
1: <laughs> what is this? So it's a very it's an it's an interesting climate there. It's a very weird location.
0: My headcanon is that Superman the movie's um, real estate scheme, Lex Luther's real estate key scheme <laughs> happened. <laughs> and so they actually live in like the province of Casa del Lex or something like that or so Otisburg. It, so, they're, so
1: they're in the desert. It used to be in the middle of California, but now it's on the shore because of that's o- right. Lex's scheme. Okay. And that's why he's in jail. That's right. That's right.
0: <laughs> it all connects. I got it. We did I it. figured it out. All right. We did it. I'm ready i'm ready for some mail time frank are you ready for some mail
1: i am let's jump on into the listener feedback you know um we um we were pretty light on listener feedback this week so it's going to be a quick one if you guys have any thoughts theories uh uh, things you want to share with us hit us up at mail at supergirl tv com um because uh we'd love to read your thoughts on the show uh but uh we did get one a couple pieces of feedback that i wanted to address one comes from our friend daryl uh uh Frequent emailer Daryl, um, he says it truly is a shame how rarely Lena gets told she's a good person. In spite of the many times she's helped the group, she's never really been given the thanks she deserves for coming through for them so many times. I thought you in particular, Tim, would would uh, you know be sympathetic to that because I, I am. I I've, I've never I've never told Lena thank th- you.
0: However much I do for this podcast. <laughs> I'm just like that lena. is that I, I hope you don't really feel that way because i no, i'm not at much all but no.
1: but <laughs> I, I yeah it, we talk a lot about lena and you know i i think that she's headed one way you've had thoughts that she's headed a different way um and you've always said like i stop saying lena's gonna be evil like i i like lena i don't want her to be evil um and i think that that um daryl's touching she's on just, something similar there
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I do, she It's true. Everyone's kind of like, she even kind of mentions that in this episode, she's fighting against the Luther legacy. And even amongst her friends who claim not to have a bias, I think it's just like built into their system mm. of like, oh, well, this won't last. So we won't thank her. Moral of the story, when somebody does something nice for you, you should just thank them. I think. Mm. Right.
1: Yep. I think so. I think that's a pretty fair... I think it's a pretty fair thing to say. If someone does something nice, just thank them. Yeah. Just show appreciation. Doesn't hurt, no,
0: right? It's it's true. People don't show their appreciation for Lena the same way that they would, say, show their appreciation for um, James or uh, Nia or Naya uh, Nia? Naya Nia? Nia. She wasn't in this episode and I forgot everything. Um, <laughs> Nia... Or, you know, Brainy or Alex or Kara or whatever. Like, it's just like she's very much like, oh, you're smart, so we expected you to help. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. if, that make, if that makes sense. I don't yeah. know. That's a, it's an excellent point. I like so, it.
1: So, like, almost like she's she's not being appreciated because it's just, it's taken for granted because she's smart that she would do, use her
0: smarts for good. Yes, that's right. Yeah. It's like her superpower. So, obviously, you're going to help us because you're super smart and you're wealthy. It's like almost required of her to help because she has the resources and so because when something is required of somebody or people feel that it's required they don't say thank you as readily right
1: it's like you're just doing your job right right yeah Hmm. interesting Hmm. that's interesting that's interesting perspective yeah you know i don't i don't um i don't find myself sort of feeling bad times of trouble as sure yeah, yeah yeah Um, I don't find myself feeling bad for her as often as I should. And by that, I mean, I don't, I don't stop and think about, Hey, you know, she really went out of her way to do something nice there and she deserves appreciation. Um, so, so I will, I will definitely fall in line with you and Daryl on this one. I definitely think that, yeah, I think it's true. I think she does deserve more thanks and more appreciation than she gets, especially at Thanksgiving, especially at the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's, uh, that's very true. And Hey, if there's someone in your life who you feel like maybe you could say thank you to a bit more, why not go do it? Take that as a lesson. Take that as a life mm-hmm. lesson. Life lessons from Supergirl. Thank there you, you Frank. Aw, thank you, Tim. All right. Well, let's let's move on. Let's move on. This next one comes from Christina. She tweeted at us. She said, I have this crazy theory. Manchester Black doesn't seem to have his powers. What if somehow he ends up with Lena and Lena, with her trials, gives him powers? Great
0: theory. Love it. 100% on board. I like it a lot. That's fantastic. Yeah. I love it. Oh my god. I how cool if this would doesn't happen, I will be so sad.
1: I know, right? How cool would that be if that's how he gets power is is because Lena runs the experiment. And she did say there's an eighty seven percent chance that the next test will uh will go well. So well, you know, he you might not be
0: a... the ne- he might not be the next test, but might I, not be it the next one. Get, but it, she's it getting might close get to that. He's already got his super suit. You know, he's got some cool body armor now. Right. So you know, right. this is I'm oh 100 on board. I I'd want this it. to happen.
1: I would absolutely mm-hmm. love it. I would I would definitely be here for that. So thank you, Christina. Cause that's a really really cool theory, and I'd love to love to see that happen too. Had a few folks um, that we tweeted with this week that had some good. Some good thoughts, some good things to say, um, some really interesting uh, observations, like this one from Kevin, who says, this is a very psychological uh, episode for several Supergirl characters. Lena's guilt over her test subject uh, and what happened to him may have irreversibly sent her to the dark side of her family tree. That's what Kevin thinks.
0: Ooh, I like that, too.
1: Interesting. You know, it's, it's interesting because I got the the sense that she... um She... Was maybe, you know, pulling away from that a little bit with this uh, experience and this conversation that she had with Adam.
0: It's true. It's not clinical. It starts very clinical and it turns into she turns into a big mush ball by the end of it. Well, she
1: starts off calling him subject zero, you know, Zero Thirty One.
0: Right, exactly But even, you know, she refers to herself as Dr. Kieran Right And, you know, all this stuff And it goes and goes and goes But by the end of it, she's sitting alone in the dark Incredibly depressed right. That her test subject has passed Plus, she calls and, him Adam by the end So she, right. you know, she makes that by, by the end, kind of like by the Is it by the end? Kind of by the well, middle, even Sure So, but I mean By like, his end and so I, so I mean, if she was going maybe in the darker direction, it would have stayed clinical is what I mean. Oh, you know? I see. yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She, she became warmer right towards it was colder and clinical and became more warm and welcoming um, over the course of the episode.
0: Right. Because this is what she didn't want unless she then learns her lesson and then is very cold. Maybe and that's what Kevin's
1: saying. Maybe he's saying that like she'll learn not to get close to people anymore. Right. Right. I don't know. she was trying not to, and she caved. She caved to her her lighter side, right? So maybe maybe, maybe this is what Kevin's saying. Maybe maybe it's hard to tell from a tweet. Um, but perhaps she is going to like not let herself get hurt again, so she's not going to let herself get close to a subject ever again.
0: Right. We'll
1: have to wait and see. We shall. We shall. Thank you to everybody who tweets at us at TV Supergirl, who writes emails at mail at supergirltvtalk.com. We really, really appreciate all of you. Uh, for uh, for emailing us. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Keep that train a-rolling and keep on sending us your thoughts all season long. Meanwhile, um, if you haven't already checked out patreon.com slash Audio, that is the place to go to get bonus content, to get all sorts of Um, special features and uh, things that you won't get anywhere else. You'll get episodes of Supergirl TV talk first reactions, which is an exclusive podcast just for Patreon where minutes after uh, the episodes air uh, on the East coast, you'll get an instant recap from me uh, right after it airs on the East coast. You'll also get uh, early access to episodes of Academy rewind uh, where Tim and Palmer go year by year and, uh, Watch every Oscar Best Picture nominee and talk about it. You'll get early episodes of Beer with Geeks, where Tim and I sit down every week, crack open a beer, and talk about geeky topics for the week. You'll get all those in advance. You'll get lots of cut-for-time stuff, stuff that didn't make it into our other podcasts. We'll release it just for our Patreon uh, audience. And all we ask is a dollar a month, as little as a dollar a month. You can go above and beyond that if you'd like to, but all it takes to get access to all that stuff is a buck a month. You will... You know, if if the show is worth it to you, a quarter a week is basically what that works out to, you know, 25 cents per episode, four episodes a week, a month uh, turns into a dollar a month. If that seems worth it to you, if you're the kind of person who wouldn't really notice it if a quarter went missing in a week, um, you know, consider it. Check it out. Patreon.com slash Thought Bubble Audio. Thank you so much to all of our existing patrons. You've been growing over the last few weeks, and we love you guys so much. Uh, We'd love to have more of you join us. So Patreon.com slash Thought Bubble Audio. My friend, would you like to go into uh, Storytime Village, or do you want to take a left turn into that was a good bit?
0: Uh, let's do Storytime Village. Let's do it. Storytime Village. We're there. I th- I think some of those good bits will be talked about during, during Storytime Village, so let's do it this way. Supergirl Season 4, Episode 7, t- entitled, Rather the Fallen Angel. Premiering on 11 18 Directed by Chad Lowe and written by Dana Horgan and Katie Rose Rogers. Hmm. Haven't heard that name in a while. No kidding. Katie Rose Rogers. Happy to have her back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank, some themes that I, th- that I discovered through the Hitting course of watching. Hit me with your best themes. Well, <laughs> <laughs> theme, human exceptionalism. Mm-hmm. Mm, for sure, yep. Theme, human brutality. mm and exactly. then theme, duality, which is kind of sprinkled in the other one. So it was almost like an afterthought theme where I was like, I guess they're talking about it. So I guess I'll write it in they here. Did, they,
1: yeah, they did specifically call it out. Like mm-hmm. they said the word duality. So I guess that that's fair to include that. Yeah. It,
0: it, it, is, it is fair. Although the different, I think that. Human exceptionalism and human brutality are also kind of the opposite, like the polar opposites there. Those two those two coins right there, you know, the best of something and the worst of something. Um, maybe yeah. so, sure, sure, sure. So it all kind of wraps up together, Frank. But I'm going to talk about human exceptionalism first and see what happens. James is told very early on, you know, because he's kidnapped and stuff, and he has a meeting with Agent Liberty, and Guardian allegedly stands for human exceptionalism, right? That's kind of what they're throwing out there, which kind of objectively speaking, that's true, right? James is both in and out of the mask. You have James Olson, who is nice, hardworking, good at his job, you know, important, you know, nice and kind and polite and all of these different things.
1: Yeah, he's and, sort of like a model citizen,
0: right? He's he's a
1: good yes. example, a good a good role model.
0: Exactly. He's exceptional that way. Yes. And then you have Guardian who is um athletic and fights for justice objectively. And you know like all these different all these different things which also which make him an exceptional person as well on that side of things. You know, James fights for justice in two ways. And so Agent Liberty is like Also, so we're going to use that to tear down a monument to, you know, for aliens, basically. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And James is like, I'm not about that life, but I'm going to do what you say because Mm -hmm. I'm a kid, because I'm kidnapped. You know what I mean?
1: Yep. That's, that's essentially what happens. Yeah. So, so yeah, exceptionalism. And, and it's interesting because in a way, Agent Liberty is almost an example of, of human exceptionalism as well, right? Because he is also a... Um he he well maybe maybe he's not so much an example of it as much as he's a champion of it. He believes in it. He believes that humans are exceptional. He believes that humans are special and somehow better uh and that they we have a birthright, you know, that that this this planet is our birthright uh and that we need to defend it from uh from anyone else. So in a way, you've got sort of the the best and the worst of like e- exceptionally good and exceptionally bad.
0: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Exactly. Well, and then we're introduced, you know, then we have, you know, subject 0301, otherwise known as Adam, you know, because Lena's all like, we're going to move ahead with test subjects, humans, baby. And, uh, and Miss Tessmacher's like, okay, I'll put an ad out in CatCo, mm. you know, mm-hmm. see, I don't know how they get, it was just, there was an ad. I don't there know how these ad. things happen. I don't know about these things. and Craigslist. Craigslist, exactly. And Adam, we know gets there because he answers the spider question correctly. Right. You know, if there's a spider in a tub for a couple of days, what do you do? And he's like, you don't do anything. You don't know what the spider wants. He's he's passive. He's not going to be a hero. He's not going to be a villain. He's just a regular person. Uh, and and that's the way Lena also answered the question, which I found quite interesting. Mm. It, it's, it is almost the calculated answer. You know, like you don't have enough information to make an informed decision. Sure. So therefore you have to leave the spider alone. Yeah. That's ca- that's, right. that's how that's how she kind of saw it. Um and zero three zero one zero three three one uh goes on to say that um you know his brother who has passed is the one that was the hero, quote unquote nauseatingly yeah you know yeah. heroic, you know, in that way And so we learned that it's actually, you know, Adam needed a, you know, Adam needed this kidney. And so it was his, you know, it was the, his brother who donated and there was a, there was a problem and he died on the operating table and all that stuff. So his brother to Adam is human exceptionalism. But do you think that Adam is exceptional in any way?
1: Well, I think, so I I think that. I don't know if I want to get into this now. I guess I will, though. Uh, the interesting thing about Adam, his arc, is he starts off talking about how he he feels like his brother was the better person, right? He's like, my, my brother died in the operating table trying to save my life, like, to give me a kidney. And I know that if, if roles were reversed, I wouldn't have done the same for him. I was selfish. I would not have done... I would not have sacrificed myself for him. He, he says that. But... The ironic thing is in the bigger picture, he ends up sacrificing himself, spoilers, for for the good of Lena's experiment and That's for right. and for ostensibly for the good of humanity. So he's the one saying, like, well, I was I'm a bad person, I'm not I'm not I wasn't even a good enough person to have I wouldn't have even volunteered to save my own brother's life. And yet, now, in a, in a way, you know he sacrificed his life for the greater cause of curing cancer and every other disease. So is he a hero? It's murky, but he definitely is not totally selfish, right? He's shown that he has some he's grown and he has gained the ability to uh, s- self- sacrifice.
0: Well, Lena's going to pull the plug. And he says to her, you know, please let me do something good. You know, yeah. so he, so like, and he said that Arky, like, gets to the point where he, I think he becomes exceptional. Mm. You know, like, he doesn't start that way, but he, he gets to the point where he's like, no, I, I have to do this. I have mm-hmm. to help people this way. And it's not putting on a, putting on a cape and flying out there, but doing something. Right. Right. You know, and I think doing something is basically, what, you know, this episode is kind of about. Do some, you know, kind of do something. James talks about later with Tom, is that his name, that guy? Yes, Tom. Yeah, Tom. So he said James built himself into himself. You Mm -hmm. know, he, he has given society no reason to doubt who he is. He just is who he is. He's a good person. He's exceptional. And so he gets Tom to this place of, doing something Mm -hmm. becoming exceptional that way himself you know deciding that following the mob rule is not is not the is not the way and he follows james instead he puts himself out on the line because james says reputation is nothing because you can always rebuild a reputation and so the most important part The self is or I guess the self is more important. The who you are at that moment is more important than who people perceive you to be. Can we
1: talk about that? That notion? Sure. What what was your reaction when he said that?
0: I think that I think that perception is reality in a lot of instances. So I don't think it's as easy to build a reputation reputation back as James says it as James says it is reputation is nothing, but it's also everything, I
1: think. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with you. I was, you know, up until now, I was, I didn't necessarily always agree, but I could understand, right, when he when he was talking about earlier in the season, when he was talking about, you know, I want to hear them out, I want to make them feel heard, I don't want to just shun, shun people, I want them to feel like they're being heard, and maybe, you know, you, you can reason with them. I like I like the optimism there, Um, and I, I could... Get behind that to a point, but when he said like, "No, I need to do this," and whatever people think of me, they think of me. I'm like, "No, I don't think it's really sends the right message for someone in the public eye like yourself to mm-hmm. willingly. I'm com- I mean, not willingly. He was under duress, but but to to like justify or be sort of sort of uh, sort of be okay, become okay, come to terms with uh, committing a terrorist act. And say like it's okay. I I know deep down that I don't mean it. Like no, that's still a terrorist act, and you're still like encouraging people with that violence, right? Like people who other people who want to commit acts of violence will be emboldened by it. Other people who even if they don't want to commit acts of violence, but who support those ideals will feel emboldened by it. That's right. And especially coming from someone who is a public figure, you'll you'll take the wind that knock the wind out of the sails of people who are on your side and who don't, who believe this is bigotry. So I, I, I mm-hmm. took big issue with that position and obviously he reversed it eventually and, and came around, but I thought they were going to leave us with that and just say like, Oh yeah, the idea is that he's going to rebuild his reputation. And I was like, I don't think like you said, I don't think a reputation is as easy to rebuild as you think it is. Like it takes years at best. And sometimes it never happens. Like sometimes you can never rebuild.
0: Right. And I think, I think James sometimes is almost foolishly optimistic. Yeah. You know, like, you know, that, you know, that conversation he had with Lena last week where he's like, you know, everything's fine. It turned out fine. She's like, cause I did it. It's almost like James is like, plowing it like it almost like if he was like a superhero power. it's like plowing into skyscrapers and being like it's all fine well like the city's destroyed behind him he's like but i saved the city yeah like, yes but you caused a billion dollars of damage and you're like it'll turn out fine don't it'll worry be, it'll about be fine.
1: it it'll be fine or it's like it's like there's like a serious like, he's a superhero he's causing damage and there's someone like following behind him like fixing all the things like like saving people falling out of windows because he wasn't careful and stuff like that and he's like oh it all worked out fine and it's like no i was trailing you the whole way and i kept fixing all your messes Right. Exactly. That's like what Lena's doing. It's like picking up all the pieces
0: everywhere he goes. And he just thinks, oh, I saved them. It's fine. Mm -hmm. And I think I think Lena feels that way about a lot of things. It's not even just James. I think you touched on something. You know, this I'm going to keep calling it the everyman project because that's what I think it is, especially since the formula is green. And that is the trademark Lex Luthor Everyman color, purple and green.
1: If you want to know what Tim's talking about, listen to last week's episode where we talked about the Everyman project and we talked about this thing that comes from the comic 52 where uh, Lex is trying to uh, create a serum that gives normal people powers, which sounds very much like what Lena's doing. So our, our theory, our working theory here is that this is a uh, an adaptation
0: of that idea. Mm-hmm. So... I forgot what I was saying. Everyman project you your shoot. You, Sorry, I didn't your plug for last up. week. Your plug for last week's episode mm-hmm. knocked the knocks the thought right so, out of my head.
1: So you saw that the formula was green that made you think that that this is the Everyman project but you're also saying that Lena in general you think feels this way that she's picking up the pieces oh, and cleaning up messes.
0: Sure. I think yeah. Uh, but I, I apparently have no more thoughts besides that. So that's fine. Um, that that end scene, you know, you know, Adam died. Three, he has three minutes of powers. We're not told what they are, right? Um, but you know, she says it moved the spider. You know, what do you what do you what do you think of Lena's line there at the end? It moved the spider.
1: Well, so I I, th- I was struggling with that a little bit because I kind of you know I was trying to uh, parse the the spider um, question or the spider uh what would you call it like a parable um Mm. and uh, figure out you know so moving the spider if the idea is the spider what was it caught in a drain
0: is that what it is or in a a tub like in the it's like in the bathtub it can't get out of the tub
1: so he so he moved the spider so he i don't know i don't i don't really get where the where that metaphor uh, what 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 the meaning of that metaphor is in in this context so he had powers for three minutes he moved the you know
0: spider. did 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 he did his did her choice change where she decides to move the spider instead of leaving it in the tub you know like is it is lena talking about her own personal choice mm. of you know what now i choose to move the spider or did adam ultimately choose to move the spider you know by his choice to go through with the project you know he becomes exceptional by the end and not just because he gets powers for three minutes before he dies but you know, you know something something along those lines. I'm not. Because I'm not he really made the sure. Like,
1: extraordinary choice. He, he made about. the
0: extraordinary choice, but she she's not looking for a hero. But that's kind of how he saw himself by the end. You know, in his own way, not a superhero per se, but definitely a hero, which is exceptionalism. So he chose to save the world in his own way. He moved the spider.
1: I think that's probably the more apt uh, interpretation.
0: I'm not yeah. sure that I, 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 I like things that are open to debate. I like, sure. I like it too.
1: My I'm leaning more towards Adam move the spider by changing his, by making a choice. Right. Instead of leaving the spider where it was in the tub, instead of not doing anything, he chose to take action. And in that way, mm-hmm. that's how he moved the spider. He chose to let himself face whatever consequences lie ahead. He had the, the bravery to go through with it no matter
0: what. Right. I know it's crazy, Frank, it's crazy. Let's talk about Lena's duality for, a, for a, a hot second. You know, she comes in all clinical. She's like, I'm Dr. Kieran. Yeah. I'm a lab tech, you know, so on and so forth. And He's like, oh, where's the doctor around? What's the male doctor going to yeah. do? Yeah, let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, okay, dude, you're anything but exceptional.
1: Yeah, like, where is he? Where's the scientist? Where's he gonna come? When? When's he gonna come in the room? When's he gonna show his face? I know,
0: When's this? Know. When's this pretty doctor lady gonna leave so that the scientists can come in the room that's right It's crazy stupid so do you think lena hides her identity because she's talked down to at like the first thing he basically says to her is like hey where's the scientist where's the doctor and she's like okay buddy here we go so do you think she's doing it out of like um is she doing it out of spite, or does she really not want to be associated with the project in case something goes wrong? And that's why she's like, I'm Dr. Kieran. No,
1: I th- I read it as being more of she doesn't want to have a, any kind of relationship with him. She wants to keep it strictly professional. She doesn't want to know his name. She doesn't even want him to know her name. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think it has to do with not wanting to be tied to the project so much. I think it's more about... She just wants to keep it strictly professional because she doesn't want to get attached because there's a very good chance that the subject is going to die. Um,
0: there's a fifteen percent chance that he was going to die. Yes, so Which is, I wouldn't even say that's actually very. I mean, it's high, certainly when you're talking high. experiments, but we're talking life know, or
1: death. That's actually
0: extraordinarily high. Yeah. Like, but the, yeah. Objectively, but, but, you know, eighty-five percent life is a, that's a great odds technically.
1: Now, when you're talking about medical procedures, like
0: yeah.
1: uh, w- any, any I meant common, outside
0: of the realm of medical, outside of medical stuff, yes, sure, sure. Yeah. If you said you had 85% chance of winning the lottery, do you want to put a yeah, hundred bucks in? I'm like, oh, th- uh,
1: yeah. Thrilled. Right. Thrilled. But, but, um, but yeah, so I, I think that she, she knew that there was like, as far as medical things go, there was a very good chance that, that he might not pull through and i think that's why she just wanted to keep it strictly professional and that that went both ways that was why she wanted to just call him subject zero three three one but i think it's also why she was she was yeah, just call me dr kieran and at first she wasn't even going to tell him like actually i'm a scientist but when he kept being stubborn and being like where's the scientist where's the male scientist that's when she was like in a really badass way was like guess what i'm the scientist
0: take that mic drop mm-hmm. I love it. This was a great Lena episode. What do you, we finally got some Lena backstory here. So what do you actually think of Lena's backstory? How did she ended up with the Luthers?
1: Heartbreaking, right? Like mm. so heartbreaking. I was just at first I was kind of wondering if this was a true story or not. I I was because I this was still when she was sort of riding the edge of um Being, you know, she was just starting to be more personal with him. So I couldn't tell if she was Mm -hmm. telling the truth or if she was just telling a story just to get a reaction out of him or something. But it became pretty clear pretty quickly to me that this was the truth and that this is how she came to the Luthers. And very, very, um, I feel like we saw some foreshadowing
0: here. You think that she's going to send somebody to drown?
1: Not, maybe not specifically drown, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if what she did to her biological mother and regretted, what if, it, meaning watching her die and not doing anything because she was a toddler and didn't mm-hmm. really know much better and didn't really, you know, didn't fully grasp everything. What if she does that again, possibly to her adoptive mother or maybe to somebody else and this time doesn't regret it? Maybe this time does, does it? willfully and purposefully and sort of in the way of Batman, I'm not going to kill you but I don't have to save you.
0: Stupid. I mean, it works for Lena. Stupid for Batman. It but would it work works for, for a Lena. villain. Oh, <laughs> it yeah. works
1: for a villain but not for her, your favorite superhero. But but yeah, I, I wonder if maybe we saw some foreshadowing there and she would do something similar either to her mom or to another you know, similar figure.
0: No, I like that theory. I'll be sad when it happens but I like it. It, yeah. it, I think it matches or she goes in the opposite direction and she go or she tries to go in the opposite direction. And she doesn't like that. She didn't act that there was inaction. So maybe, you know, maybe she does do something maybe. about it the next time. True, You know, you learn from your four year old mistakes. You know, we, <laughs> yeah. we all do. Let's move on to the uh, let's move on to the other theme that I found this human brutality theme, you know, because it's mostly kind of about um, Manchester black here. Um, yeah. you know, oh, good old Manny Black, and good old A, Manny, and his team up with Supergirl, which also kind of goes into this duality thing because Manny B is like on his his own side, right? Right. Um, and so you like Manny B? You like Manny man. B? I like that M- Manny B. Um, so Manny B is kind of on his own side, and we really learned that in this episode the duality of of, of Manchester. You know, um, the in this episode we kind of we see. Flat out, the violence of humanity is much larger than the violence of aliens. And, you know, and we're talking three seasons previously of aliens trying to take over the world here. You know, but those are the actions of a leader, an individual who's making these choices, Mm -hmm. you know, and, 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 but we continually see the, the, the actions of human brutality and violence throughout the seasons. And so just kind of the, you know, the irony of what the Children of Liberty are trying to do. But meanwhile, they're just being the worst people in the in the universe right now. And so in Manchester, Black kind of feeds into this because he's the slayer of the Children of Liberty. Right. He's going mm-hmm. after them in every single way that he can you know he betrays Supergirl to uh, to meet up with agent liberty so he sets up the whole episode to get that way but then he doesn't even meet agent liberty so he's automatically going more on the and he kind of even knew that he wasn't going to meet agent liberty which like almost like begs you to question like why did you go through any of this then
1: yeah like was it all worth it like did you did you really just want to get your like get your kicks from from killing a bunch of like bigoted bigots like what 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 was your you, you probably knew you weren't going to get but I guess he didn't really care so much about meeting Agent Liberty today specifically I mean that would be great but it was more about finding his name so he could track him down like that's figuring right who finding his identity so he could track him down whether that's today or another day mm-hmm.
0: yeah I, I mean that isn't that's a that's a that's a great point I mean it's all in the process of I guess the detective work that he that he's doing, right, his sure. own his own version of vigilante justice. Right. But I think was actually the most interesting part about Manchester Black in this episode was that empathy amplifier that he puts on Jean because Jean is like, "No, you know he's violent, you know," and he's like, "He's trying to work through it." That was this is the whole point. He's in pain, blah blah blah, and Jean just doesn't get it. Nobody actually gets how much pain he's in. But by putting this thing on Jean, like the audience now understands like he's not He's not crazy. He's in pain. And that, and that pain is feeding into the brutality. That's already within that's already Mm -hmm. within his system.
1: He's already, he already has these tendencies. He's already a violent person. He's already an angry person. He's already a, a vengeful person. And so put him in this position of being in, in, great great pain um and that's what it, because of fiona was that her name mm-hmm. um and that's that's what sets him sets him off and he becomes just unstoppable
0: i know it's it's crazy you know going on the, the the other side of the manchester black story this other part of the episode um you have lena's experiment and adam is kind of the antithesis to all this brutality because mm-hmm. he's like like Donating his body basically to help people, you know, yeah. and like he and he makes that choice twice in the episode. Basically, like That's I'm right. gonna do the yeah. experiment, I'm gonna sign the paper, I get it, and then again, he's gonna be like, No, we're doing this, I need to do something good. But Lena is the brutality side of things here, yeah, you know? yeah, she, yeah, yeah, like she kills this guy, and I mean, like he signed up for it but she kills this guy mm-hmm. all in the name of progress of science you know right. and then, so she in some ways is not different she's not really any different than what manchester's doing what the children of liberty are doing they all have their own different aims and goals and all this different stuff but lean is trying to make humans more exceptional the mm-hmm. children of liberty are trying to get people to understand that humans are exceptional and then manchester is showing that humans can be exceptional Albeit very brutal and violent, and so they're all kind of wrapped up in this in this story together, you know, with different aims, but kind of all dancing around the same thing. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, um, kind of dancing around the same thing. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I think that's actually very well put. Uh, uh yeah, I'd actually I can't put it better than that. Damn.
0: Yes, they are. Ha ha. All right, you stumbled. Well, well, then we're moving on from Storytime Village, and we're going into that was a good bit. Frank, that was a good bit. Lots. Uh, actually,
1: quite a few good bits, some of which we kind of touched on already, but but there were a number of, of good bits this week, I thought.
0: All right. Well, the first good bit that I have, Supergirl Super catching that bullet with her hand yeah. at the plan. Pretty good bit. Always, always a fan of catching bullets with hands.
1: Love it. Love that like,
0: so much. Like, you can fly into it, and it just ricochets off of you, but they, like, make the effort to go and catch it. Like, might as well work on my hand-eye coordination while I'm saving <laughs> people. <laughs> I know. Uh, no, but obviously, the ricochet gets dangerous because you don't know where it's going, If it, but if it lands in your hand, you can catch it, blah, blah, blah. Everyone is safe. Right. I get it. I know how superheroes work. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. But still. Well, exactly. Exactly. What was one of your good bits?
1: One of my good bits uh, was, I mean, Jean's performance, right? At oh the my very god, end. it was
0: so good. Oh, it my was god, so good. Scene. I just had acting in my notes. in I all mean, caps,
1: just, just absolutely crazy. I was watching with with Marissa, my wife, and you know, she she doesn't necessarily tune in every week, but um, but she's watched the majority of the series with me over the last four years, and she was just like. She her heart was breaking for Jean because she loves Jean so much. And he's like, he's just a good man and everything. And if he's sad, then I'm sad. <laughs> um, and and yeah, it's it was a beautiful performance. I mean, that was the performance of the episode for me. And this was an, an episode that had actually a lot going for it in terms of acting. Mm-hmm. This this was the cherry on the cake. This was the
0: the top. Yeah, I I so agree. It was a good bit. I agree. Was a great bit. Um, we've talked. We made fun of Shelly Island earlier, but I love this idea of Ellis Island for aliens. Yeah, it's great. It's a great. It's a great idea. Um, I feel like Supergirl having a message like it's okay to have your powers dampened because you're safe. It feels so. Weird. Like, you heard it. I was like, that's going to get used against you. Totally. And and you're not going to like when your powers are dampened. I also like that this power dampening thing was, speaking of bit. it wasn't just kryptonite or something like that, where she could still use some of them. Like, they literally were dampened. They weren't gone. They were dampened. She could levitate a little bit. She was still kind of strong. But she, you know, I liked, but she also didn't feel well. So can you Mm. imagine, like, welcome to Earth. You're not going to feel great for a little while
1: yeah hibernation sickness right
0: yeah hibernation sickness exactly
1: yeah Um, i I like that it was it was like it was truly like like a damper pedal on a piano you know where it's like you can still hear the note but it's just not as strong as it would be otherwise and that's exactly how the powers work that was cool that was a cool um choice to go that to that Mm -hmm. that direction um, yeah. I love that we got a Big Belly Burger reference when she brings him food. She brings Adam yeah. food. Lena brings Adam I should use names. When Lena Ow. brings Adam food. Um he she
0: brought him Big Belly Burger and I was like, Oh, I always love it. Love that like every earth has a big belly burger. Me, too. I also kind of I also liked that his first reaction, He she brings him food and his first reaction is to offer her a French fry. That's and you're like, true. Oh, would you like some? It says she a said lot yes. about. Yeah. And it said a lot about their relationship in that very, very minuscule moment.
1: That's very true. Yeah. I, I noticed that, too. I picked up on that and thought I feel like in most I would expect the person to say, oh, no, no, that's OK. I don't need fry. Uh, and I, and I wouldn't have expected him to offer it to her in that setting. And yet he did. And yet she did. So
0: I know that was cool. I know he, well, they got you on their side and they're yeah. like so fast. It was good writing. It was really good. It was really good, good writing.
1: I mean, yeah. for, for, for what was probably a collective 15 minutes of dialogue, right? Between the two of them. probably, probably, probably. if you put it all together, you, you felt the impact of it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of so. good writing, I liked Lena's line deep down inside I've no, I know I've always belonged to the Luthers. Oh, yeah, that was she's, good. She's like trying to escape it, the pull like the black hole that is the Luthers and she just can't do it. She actually belongs to them. It's crazy. I liked that line very much. Says it tells a lot about where she's going. Despite That's right. despite my feelings of ill will towards Lena being bad, I'm sad for her. Yeah, and or I don't want to see it, but I want to see it. Um, I know. Super Supergirl scale on the wall with half powers. I don't know why I liked it. It was just kind of fun. That just was like cool. Finger crunch, finger crunch, finger crunch, boo. Yeah, anyway. Tell to me more. The what heat was one? Vision to? to grab his oh.
1: attention that was cool too.
0: Exactly. What was um, one of your good bits?
1: So, Adam Now, this one is probably a stretch, but um maybe i'm just coincidence but but that's fine adam uh his his code name was subject zero three three one um and get ready here it comes on smallville oh my god on smallville do you remember that in the um sort of mid to late period of the show i think it was around season six um, that there was an area called level 33.1 where Lex did all of his illegal experiments on humans
0: I do recall is that where Adam the man who was dying of like the pasty yellow skin he' dying of kidney something or other was was that all connected
1: um I, yeah he was connected to Luther somehow I don't remember if that was during the 33.1 era but it was definitely one of Lex's like experiments gone wrong um but 33.1 subject 0331, could totally be coincidence, could be just like a little wink, nod, probably coincidence, but I'm still, it was a good bit for me either way, because it's, it's coincidental, at, at if nothing else, 33.1331, 331. eh. so right. that was one,
0: all right, I'll that was take that, one. I'll take that, um, I'm gonna wrap mine up real fast, um, I liked that Guardian, I liked the Guardian fight. I thought there was some. Oh, good choreo- yeah. I thought there was some good choreography in that fight. It was cool, um, and I liked Manchester Black's new armor. It was a you know instead of just wearing the shirt with the Union Jack on it, his armor is the Union is a very subtle Union Jack. I think like you kind of have to know mm-hmm. he he has the flag on his chest to know that it's there. Otherwise, it just kind of looks like a bunch of colors. Sure, because it's not a lot. We don't get a, a long shot, but yeah, I liked I liked that costume choice.
1: Good stuff. That was a good choice. I love that costume. I will close us out uh, on the good bits with um, when they were going to, Jean knew that they would mess up the turkey, so he brought wings.
0: Oh, no. Not that she'd mess up the turkey, that she was going to try to serve turkey again and cook That's it right. again in a new That's way. That's right.
1: That's right. Yes, yes, yes.
0: That's That, is, so that, was, wings. A, that was a great bit. I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah, <laughs> I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed so that very funny. much.
1: It was so funny because it was such a like family moment of like, I know you really well. I know what you're going to do. I'm going to cut you off at the pass. You know, I just love mm-hmm. that. <laughs> it's it was... such a like they, they've known and loved each other for years and they, they they know each other's patterns. So I thought that was really funny and, and kind of uh, um, surprisingly human moment for Jean.
0: Yes. Well, yeah. they're growing on him. Yeah, know? that's right. They're growing on him. I liked that. This is not a good bit necessarily, but I kind of, I do want to mention it. The, the clothes that James and Cara were wearing in the last scene where they were chatting with one another, I just okay. really liked their wardrobe. I oh. liked the dress she was wearing and his blue, uh, blue, gray and pink ensemble really worked for him. Right I was, on. Yeah. Don't, I don't know why it's normally costumes don't stick out to me every episode, but for whatever reason, the, both of them in that scene, I was like, wow, they look they're really well-dressed this episode. Looking Look at that. Spiffy. I love it. All right, Frank, let's move on to Professor Comics Corner. Um, I have none. So. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't –
1: I didn't catch any big references to any comic book stuff. So if we missed one, let us know. Email us at mail at supergirlcvtalk.com. But I think I – think, yeah, I think you're right. I don't think there's uh, anything to cover in Professor Comics Corner this week.
0: Nope, nope. I've got nothing. So we're going to move on again, Frank. Uh, but uh, we're going to move on to the trailer, but not before you tell us where the people can find us.
1: Yeah, that's right. Uh, well, if you don't want to hear spoilers and hear us talk about Elseworlds and other stuff uh, that's coming up, then uh, this is goodbye for now. Thank you for listening. You can find uh, this show, find the show notes uh, and uh, and everything else at SupergirlTVTalk.com. Uh, mail at SupergirlTVTalk.com if you would like to send us your thoughts, theories, uh Questions, hopes, fears, uh, everything else. Uh, You can tweet at us at TV Supergirl as well. You can find us on Instagram at uh, Supergirl TV Talk. And uh, you can, of course, support us on Patreon. If you enjoy the show and you want to throw us a quarter a week, buck a month, or any amount that works for you head on over to patreoncom slash thought bubble audio, but you'll also find this show at thoughtbubbleaudio.com with a bunch of other shows. Uh, we've got some new shows coming real soon that you, uh, you might like if, especially if you like superhero, uh, you'll also want to check us out on iTunes, uh, slash Apple Podcasts, slash Google play music, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, anywhere you can find your podcast. You will find this show. You'll find all of our shows. So tell your friends, tell your friends to check us out. And, um, that's that's it. That's all I've got for you right now. So let's let's pop into uh, trailer talk, and and some possible spoilers lie ahead. So if you don't want to hear them, now's the
0: time to tune out. Indeed. So uh, trailer talk. Mostly, we. Nia's powers are revealed. She can dream the future. And so we have a bit of that, and we have a lot of brainy hijinks coming our way, and they're all going to try to use it to get at Agent Liberty. And that's what I kind of gleaned from the trailer. It looks like a fun episode.
1: It does look like a fun episode. Yeah. Um, I didn't think they would just show us Nia, like, this flat out being like, so here's what my power is. Um, Didn't expect that, but but I'm okay with it.
0: I'm sure there's something more to it that we're not, we're not getting right away from of you course. Know, the tra- trailers could be deceptive as you are very aware, very, very um, well aware, but the tone of this episode, surprising, surprising. It looks um, like a
1: fun one. What's not surprising is that it looks like a fun one and it was directed by Kevin Smith.
0: Not surprised. You're right. You know what? So not, not surprising, surprising at all. that it would be a fun episode. Though Kevin Smith did say that there's a a serious horror element to this episode. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, he did say that. Yeah, so there's something coming. I mean, like, I said trailers are deceptive. Who knows what's coming? There was that moment at the end with, like, there was that moment at the end with, like, Agent Liberty, like, coming right at the camera and I was like something's happening but he's definitely going to play with like dream horror stuff there's mm-hmm. something there's definitely in there cuz every time Neo wakes up from a dream it's she's always startled so maybe there's something in maybe there's something in there I don't maybe. know maybe
1: yeah true. true 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 that's a good point yeah cuz what's more terrifying than dreams right than like a nightmare um a literal sure. nightmare so maybe maybe you're right maybe that maybe that is where the uh where the connection is
0: yeah, I don't know, but you know what, yeah. Frank? I'm gonna put that little tidbit to test right now because I'm ready to call it a, call it a day. What 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 say you? Do you have any other news before we wrap this up? Well, there is a new Elseworlds trailer we could talk about. Oh, well, let me uh, let me listen to you talk about that because I definitely have watched so many of them at this point. I'm not sure which one you were referring to. <laughs> well, um, let's. So we
1: saw real briefly. We saw flashes of uh, <laughs> flashes, um, but we saw like the like basically the whole Justice League um, mm-hmm. in, the, in the most recent one. Right. Like think about what you and I were talking about. We were texting about last night.
0: We saw oh, that, sure. That, yeah. Yeah. That is a new one. Oh, yeah. You're absolutely that right.
1: Glory shot. Right. Of of Oliver and Clark and Kara and Barrett like all of them, all of mm-hmm. them in one place. It was beautiful.
0: Yep. Um there's Doctor Destiny in there, the villain, as we know, is Doctor Destiny. Mm-hmm. There's the the monitor is it, it was in there. Uh, you know, rewriting oh, they're rewriting reality again. Black suited Superman is in there, I think, yeah. right? Yeah. So this there's a lot of stuff happening. You notice that they're holding Lois Lane back. Have you noticed that? I did. I did. I I, I wonder if that's for story
1: reasons of like we want to sort of you know, save her uh, for uh, a surprise type of thing, or if it's simply, like, Bitsy's pregnant and we're trying to hide the fact that she's pregnant. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think know it's which that.
0: it is. I don't think it's that. Um, because they obviously shot three episodes with her, so I don't think it's that at all. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I... Maybe it's maybe it's story reasons. Maybe it's like a like supposed to be like a a huge surprise for people to like tune in and be like, oh my god, Superman's going to be in it. That's good enough for me. And they turn it in and they're like, oh, also Lois Lane. Here you I go. Hope so
1: I mean, I hope it's I hope it's because it's because they think of her as like one of the crown jewels and they want to you know have have it have an impact when she. Shows I mean, them. she's
0: she is a crown jewel. She's her she own is. crown. She is really her own crown. She's love a queen. me some Lois Lane, as you know, she's a queen. Well, and I mean, apart from that, there, I don't want to, I don't want to, if I want to like get too much into it because I'm like, I'm hyping myself up, but we know that John Wesley ship's flash, you know, something happened to his world, you know, like, I'm not going to let you do to this world what you did to mine. So Mm -hmm. I don't know what happened to 90s TV's flash world, but something happened and uh, we're going to find out what it is in two weeks, Frank. Do we know for sure what earth
1: he's from? Er,
0: The 90s, earth Earth 90. I don't know. (laughs)
1: I had saw I saw a theory. I wish I, I'm i sorry. I don't remember who said this, and I, I wish I could credit um, credit them. But uh, I saw it on Twitter today. Um, someone had a theory that what if he's from Earth 38? Like, what if he's the Earth 38 fl- or was the Earth 38 Flash? You know, 30 years ago or something.
0: Mm, I don't think so. Uh, I I I except like I feel like unless like, that's why Kara gets involved. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. I feel like we would know about him. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe already because superman is supposed to be was supposed to be the one hero and then supergirl and they became the two heroes. Oh
1: uh, yeah, yeah, true. true, true. That's always yeah. been
0: that's always been the thing. So so I'm not sure if I I'm I'm not sure if I'm in on that, but I'm I'm always open to a retcon. Can't be a comic fan without retcon and something. That's true. We are well acquainted with those. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Frank, this has been absolutely delightful. I Agreed. think Well, then, until next time, up, up, and away.